Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another incredible episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Oh my goodness. We have an incredible, incredible guest today, and it is Jessica Cox. And Jessica, you're up to quite a lot. Do you want to tell the Fearless Freedom Tribe who you are and what you are up to? Sure. Yes. Um, I love the, the Fearless Freedom Tribe because I feel like I'm a fearless person. That's just who I am. I was born without arms, but I became the world's first armless pilot and have a Guinness World Record for doing so, uh, as long, along with becoming the first black belt in the American Taekwondo Association who did so without arms. And now I travel as a speaker, as a life coach and uh, author to inspire other people to be fearless, to go out there and just, you know, do, to fulfill their dreams, achieve their own impossible. Wow. That's, that's very impressive uh, resume, CV, <laughs> however, uh, backstory, however you'd like to, to frame it. That is really impressive. And so, you know, you have to let us know um, what, like, what made you want to, for example, be a pilot? I mean, because that's not something that most people set out to do, right? You know, so yes. what, what inspired you? Did you have pilots in your family or did, were there people who, you know, influenced you in, in that way? Well, here's the thing. There were no pilots whatsoever in my family. Um, ah. So it was just really kind of born out of a complete, uh, just completely nowhere because of my fear of flying. Actually, I ah. had this unique opportunity and I was like, okay, I'm, am I going to face my fear? Or am I going to, you know, let it hold me back? And I wanted to be an example to others to be fearless. So I thought, well, why not do something I'm terrified of? What's my greatest fear and conquer it and letting other people know that they can do the same in their own lives. That's fantastic. I love that you, you took, you like took an action plan or you took action on facing your fear and you took such massive action because a lot of times what happens is that we get crippled by our fear and then we just don't know what to do. So you saw that you had a fear of flying and you said, you know what, I'm just going to go and face this thing like, you know, head on. And you took it to the next level and actually, you know, flew planes, which is amazing. And so, um, you got to, got to tell us like how you mentioned that there was an opportunity that arose. How did that opportunity come about? So, um, it's funny how, you know, the universe presents you with these unique opportunities. And 
um, ways of saying, you know, I think this is a next chapter in your life. And sure enough, I'd never been in a small plane my entire life. And then boom, straight out of college, when I was looking for my next challenge, looking for my next chapter in life, I just graduated. And that summer of my graduation from college, I had this fighter pilot come out of nowhere and ask me if I wanted to fly. And I, you know, he was just asking about a joyride flight. And I was like, oh, heck no, I'm not going to probably do that. That's not, you know, no interest to me. Um, but I didn't say anything. And my dad was with me at the time. And he kind of jumped in and said she, she would love to. Oh, um, nice. just <laughs> projecting his interest of flying on me and it has really turned into this incredible um chapter incredible uh impact on the world that i think aviation and overcoming the fear of flying could it, it's tremendous how how it's reached people and and i always say you know i think part of my fear was based in the unknown and we all have the fear of the unknown. I knew nothing about flying. I knew nothing about how an airplane stays in the sky. And, you know, an airplane doesn't just fall out of the sky. If, if there's issues, it can glide to the ground and land. So all these kind of fears were rooted in the fear of unknown. And I thought, why not conquer this so that um, it can inspire other people? Wow. No, that's, that's, that's awesome. And sounds like your dad is like a huge advocate. Like, he like he's like, oh yeah, this is something that is, is exciting and fun. I think she'll want to do this. Absolutely. Like, sounds like he's, yeah, here. he's a big advocate for you. Well, just to give you guys an idea, my dad never once shed a tear about my birth condition and the fact that I was born without arms. So he never saw me as a victim. He just figured, you know, God has a plan. And and he was there uh, as a rock in my life and saying, you know, just move forward, uh, use what you have and learn how to adapt. And amazingly enough, uh, he was right. And, and how my life is even more profound being that I was born without arms and it's making a greater impact than if I was. So I feel like it's, it's really wonderful how um, things can can turn into a positive when you shift the way you see it. Absolutely. It's all about mindset. Oh my gosh. So kudos to your dad for doing that because that is amazing. I think that um, most times when we look at our children, we don't necessarily, you know, we see them for who they can become. So it sounds like your dad was seeing you for who you're going to become and not who you were at the time you know, of your birth. And so that's amazing. That's really amazing. That's a true testament of his love. And that's a true testament of his parenting because <laughs> parenting is not easy. And it is definitely, um, it's definitely not easy when you are, you are trusted with the uh, responsibility of helping an individual to be, you know, to be functional in society and to be an asset to society and uh, making sure that, you know, it's not the opposite. So that's awesome. That is really awesome. Kudos to your dad. So here's a, here's yes. a question for you. <laughs> here's a question for you. Um, so I have spoken to um, one other person who um, has had, was born essentially with something that would be considered prohibitive, right? It would be something that would allow them to have to adapt to the world. Um, and their, their parents also said, you know, okay, well, this is your, this is a thing that may prevent you from doing things, or this is a thing that's going to make you excellent at doing 
the things and they did not assist this person at all. Like they basically um, let this person fend for themselves and figure out ways to make the make, you know, basic everyday things happen. Did your parents do that to you or, or, or how did they, how did they approach? Uh, how did they approach? How did they treat you? How did they approach, you know, your upbringing? Well, I have heard of that. And I think um, you're kind of referring to tough love and that's kind of giving the child that space to figure it out. And sometimes it's hard to watch that as a parent. I'm not a parent, so I don't fully understand, but to watch your child struggle, realizing that that struggle is necessary for them to become stronger, for them to figure it out, figure out a way to be independent, to be successful. Um, my parents, I think my mom was, was more of the protective mother type because um, coming from her culture of, of being a Filipina mother, she's very protective, very coddling in a way. And uh, she knew though that she had to teach me to be fierce and to be courageous. And so she always told me, you know, you can do anything. And she not only told me that, but she lived that every single day because, you know, sometimes actions speak louder than words. And so she was my uh, role model growing up and gave me that, uh, regardless of how protective she was, she was a fearless warrior type and everything that happened in her life. She battled cancer for a decade. Um, oh, wow. She uh, went, you know, she immigrated to the United States as a 22 year old uh, and had to grow up right away. Um, yes. She had so many things in her life that were stacked against her, but she came out in the end stronger. So I think I think my parents, I feel blessed that my parents were who they were because it takes, you know, it takes that, especially when you're a child who feels powerless and you look to your parents as role models. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So you mentioned something extremely powerful that your mom did though. I mean, I, you know, so the, the thing is that we always under, always seem to underestimate the power of the words that we say, particularly during the formative years you know, to our children, for example. And so it sounds like your mom was feeding you with very positive, um, and like she fed you a narrative that was extremely positive. She made sure that your mindset was such that, you know, there's nothing that's impossible for me. I can do anything, which I think is very, very powerful. So even though she was showing you that you can do anything from her own actions in her own life, she was also feeding that into your mind, which is absolutely amazing. So that is something that kudos to your mom. Because uh, I, I also identify with her in the sense of being an immigrant and having to adapt to a new, a new culture, a new land. And for the fact that she did it at 22 years old, which means that she was already an adult when it happened, is even more of a testament to her fortitude. Because that is not an easy transition to go from, mm -hmm. for example, the Philippines to the United States. Because, I mean, the culture is different. You know, they don't speak tag along right <laughs> in the United States mm -hmm, and true. so it's like oh so it's a language issue and there's a you know there's so many things and she despite all of that had success and so she understood what it is like to actually face adversity and overcome and then she instilled that in you at a very early age and it's it's clearly manifested in your life, which is absolutely awesome. So good on mom. She did a fantastic job there. And it sounds like dad did a phenomenal job too. I don't want to leave that out. 
<laughs> it sounds like he is like, you never want cheerleader as well. So yeah, yes. no, that's great. So did he get to, I know we're all kind of curious. Did he get to be in the plane with you on that ride? Cause since he was the one that I, was like, <laughs> you know who my first passenger was when you become a certified pilot, I, I'm allowed to take one passenger at a time. My first passenger was my dad because of that role he played in, in encouraging me. And um, I'll tell you, it was a very strange feeling when I'm flying him and he doesn't know anything about flying, but I'm the one doing the, uh, you know, doing all the work and flying that plane. And he's sitting over there as passenger when he's normally in the car with me, he's like the backseat driver kind of dad. And nice. we all know how that goes. So I, it, it was a very surreal feeling. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I know that had to be super special for him because <laughs> I'm sure he remember the day when uh, he pushed you to, to take the ride and then to see yes. how it evolved to, you know, something that's absolutely um, phenomenal. I mean, not everybody can say they were in the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal, you know? And so, no, I'm sure he's very, very proud of you. Awesome. And then, so tell us now, how did you get, um, how did you get involved in public speaking? Like, how did that part, how did that evolve? Um, I have to tell you the story about the first time I was on stage. I didn't want to be on stage. I was six. I did tap dance classes oh, and nice. we had our recital. And I was told that we were going to be in front of all our family and friends on stage. And I told mom, I said, mom, I don't want to be in the dance recital. And somehow she kind of prodded me and encouraged me and and I made my uh, made my way out on stage as a six-year-old and I was hooked. I loved being on stage and performing and I danced every summer after that. Oh, nice. And sure enough, I had no idea. It was preparing me for this career as a speaker, as someone who's now spoken in 27 countries around the world to audiences as big as five to 10,000 people. Um, and it's it's really a blessing to be able to, to speak on stage and inspire a whole audience. No, that's awesome. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, the tribe knows this, but, um, the reason why this podcast got started was because I have a fear of public speaking. And so it's always fascinating to hear how public speakers get started. So for me personally, I mean, I had to public speak pretty much a lot for my job. And as a physician, you're public speaking all the time, but it did not mean that I was not afraid and there was not like a physical response and a mental response that was happening every single time. Cause there was, but I didn't really acknowledge it until a few years ago. And then when I realized that I actually had a deep fear, I knew that I had to do something about it. So for me, getting on stages in front of lots of people was how I faced it. And then starting the podcast where I could talk to amazing people like yourself about how to face fear um, was essentially what happened. So it's so encouraging to hear, you know, your story because you mentioned that you had a fear, you didn't want to go on stage and you were so young. So this is a time when everything is pretty much, um, you know, you're impressionable. You, these are, these are the things that these are the, the pathways that are going to forge, you know, your future. And so your mom is like, again, mom is like, 
no, you know, get out there, you could do it. And, and then they, you go out there and then you find that that is, that brings you joy. And that is, you know, that is something that you are really good at. And, you know, so that is so inspiring and so encouraging. And, you know, again, we have to thank mom for, for doing that because had she not pushed you out there and got you, you know, got the bug lit or the fire lit inside of you, then, you know, think of all of the thousands of people that would not have had the honor and privilege of hearing your story and hearing your voice. So thanks mom. And thank you, Jessica, for for doing it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think that I feel fortunate that I had some amazing mom coming up on Mother's Day here. So uh, that's right. Yeah, it's the time to express our gratitude or sometimes what our moms have us do is not always comfortable in the beginning, but there's always a reason and there's always a, a good purpose behind it. So Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And, and um, if you do become a mom at some point, uh, then you will get to see it firsthand. And you'll, you'll get to basically pass it on. So, you know, you have an incredible example in your mom, and I'm sure you'll be an incredible mom if you decide to do that uh, in the future. So here's a question for you. Um, are you still, so how did everything go for you as far as, because uh, last year we had, you know, speakers took a little bit of a, had to do a lot of pivoting because of the fact that we couldn't get on stages really anymore. Um, Did you, how did you deal with that? Did you do more virtual events or how did you transition there? Yes, I really didn't know what was going to happen for our industry as speakers. And I started to, you know, figure out how to pivot, not only how to pivot, but how to figure out new ways of getting the inspiration out there. And that's not just as a speaker, but I could become a life coach. And that's where I started to Um, really grow my coaching practice and how I can reach people individually to continue to inspire, continue to motivate. And um, it really led me to connect with some people who needed the encouragement. I think everyone needed a little bit of that last year, this past year, because it was so tough in many ways. So pivoting that and recognizing that inspiration, motivation is not just delivered from a stage. You can deliver it in, in, in many other ways. Um, We were creating more videos. I was doing a lot of home encouraging videos like Motivation Monday. I did a free email campaign, which you can still uh, sign up for it. It's called possiblethinking.com. And everyone once a week would get a powerful Motivation Monday email to encourage them during the difficult time. So I found just new avenues and realizing that you can diversify your skills and and how you can reach people. No, that's awesome because I, um, that's, that was so needed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so possible, repeat the website again, repeat the possible thinking, uh, kind of like positive thinking. People have heard positive thinking, but mine is possible thinking.com. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. I want to make sure that the audience heard that. Okay. Awesome. And then if somebody was wanting to, um, book you or to, um, hire you as a life coach, how would they go about doing that? You can find me on jessicacox.com. You can find me on social media through JCMS. That's short for Jessica Cox Motivational Services. So JCMS Official. You can find me on Facebook there. Um, I also have a book out on Amazon called Disarm Your Limits. And there's a documentary a free documentary on Amazon Prime called Right Footed, and you can watch that as well. 
Okay, fantastic. Great. And then just so that everybody's clear, because it's, there's there's video, but there's also the audio, just so that they're clear, how do you spell Jessica? J-E-S-S-I-C-A, uh, the most popular way of spelling it. So Jessica Cox, C-O-X, JessicaCox.com. Perfect. All right. I just want to make sure. <laughs> awesome. That is so cool. All right. So tell me, um, so what, what do you have big goals for 2021? I know we're trying to, everybody's doing, uh, last year was the year of the pivot. And then this year is the year of the rebound, I guess. And so we're all <laughs> like, you know, we're all trying uh, to make sure that we continue to make impact and we help our people and we definitely grow ourselves. Do you have big plans for, I know we're already into April, right now we're in May. Oh my gosh. Yes. We're already yeah. in May, you know, so, uh -huh. um, do you have big plans for the rest of the year? Oh, for the rest of the year, I'm going to continue to help people bounce back to that, uh, it, back, back to that way we were, you know, everything is going to be a little different moving forward. And I think all of us, um, are going, you know, where we've adapted. And so now it's really to get back out there and get stronger and, and, and help each other out. So I'm going to continue to be a part of that effort to get people motivated, inspired, and back out there in the world um, and, and, and bring all this positive energy about uh, despite all the negativity that's happened in the past. No, that's awesome because we definitely need more positivity for sure. For sure. <laughs> Oh yes. my goodness. Wow. Thank you for sharing your story. I mean, it's such an incredible story and, you know, Definitely know that lots of folks in the tribe are going to check you out uh, either at jessicacox.com or, you know, through JCMS um, official and make sure that they, um, they keep in contact with you and see how you're doing and perhaps hire you. That'd be great, right? <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. So we are at that point in the show where we do our fill in the blanks. Are you ready, Jessica? Yes. All right. Yay. <laughs> All right. So the first one is, if I am fearless, I will. Be confident in myself, despite the threat of rejection. Nice. Nice. The next one is, to me, fearless freedom means. Having the confidence to be um to be the, the, the courageous and free person that I am. Love it. Love it. And then last but not least, my battle cry is. Ooh, that one. Oh, I have to think about that one. Wow. It's like, um, walk, walk with purpose and, uh, shine a light in the world. Something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much for fitting us into your busy schedule. I know you have a lot going on, so we definitely appreciate you taking time out to share with us, to share your story with us, to inspire us. And, you know, you are welcome to come back and chat with us at any time. Okay. Thank you. Take care and good luck, Dr. G. Take care. Okay. All right.